and welcome. This is episode number two of The ACT Counselor. I'm Angela Mitten, The ACT Counselor. This podcast is all about implementing acceptance and commitment therapy strategies and skills into your life. I am so passionate about this therapeutic approach and love sharing with you tips and techniques that you can start using straight away. If challenging thoughts and feelings seem to be taking over and jerking you around, acceptance and commitment therapy is a very different approach to other therapies you may have tried. Today, what I want to talk to you about is bringing yourself back to your senses. Have you ever felt like you're spinning out, going crazy? Maybe you've had times when your thoughts are racing through your head. You might have experienced what you call a panic attack or an anxiety attack. Or maybe you've had times when you're extremely irritated, angry, frustrated, even filled with rage. You're having trouble thinking clearly and, gee, that emotional storm can feel really scary. I'm sure we've all experienced this at some point in time where we feel some sort of extreme kind of emotion. I know I have. It's really difficult to make decisions during these times. People often use the word triggered to describe these times when something particular has set us off into an emotional storm. There's a reason that it's difficult to make decisions when we're triggered. You see, during these times, we're often in our survival mode. The fight-flight response has taken over. So what this means is that our thinking brain, our prefrontal cortex, is kind of not running the show anymore. What's running the show is our emotion brain, or maybe what you've heard it called is the reptilian brain. And that's our survival center. So when we get into a state of hyperarousal, we're either going to be really angry or frustrated, irritated. We might want to shout. We might want to hit. We might want to raise our voice, scream at somebody. Or we might be angry with ourselves. And maybe we don't even know where this is coming from. And the flight response is any time where you just feel like, oh my God, I, I want to get out of here. I just want to get out, you know. Maybe you even want to get out of your own body or leave a situation, leave a person. And that fear state, that high anxiety, which underneath anxiety generally is a fear, that's your body trying to protect yourself. It's your body trying to keep you alive. It's perceiving a threat and it's triggering these instinctive behaviours. What happens then, our story, the thoughts, follows the state we're in. So the story our minds start telling us aligns with the state that our nervous system is in. There are times when our survival system is serving us really well. It's there to keep us safe, so it's just doing its job. There are other times, though, that it is kind of overactive. Today I'm going to share three strategies that bring you back to your senses, back to the present moment. These strategies help bring your prefrontal cortex back online, out of your fight-flight response, and back into your safe and social state. You'll start feeling more grounded, and from that place you can start making a values-based decision and decide which action you need to take from an engaged prefrontal cortex, not out of a state of your survival, your fight-and-flight response. 
So the first thing, this is a really simple brain hack. If you do a nice long exhalation, don't worry about how long the inhalation is, but coming back to your breath and allowing your out breath to be nice and long and slow. And it might take you a little bit of practice. So one of the best ways to do it is just to start counting. And you might have to go for a count of maybe, say, four coming in and then make it six or seven on your out breath. So you're going to go in, two, three, four, out, two, three, four, five, six. Another way you can do it is just allow yourself to sigh out the breath. Just a nice long sigh, which tends to elongate the breath anyway. This long out breath signals to your vagus nerve that you are safe, which when you think about it really makes sense because our breathing becomes more shallow when we are in fight and flight response. So yeah, you might need to do that five or maybe ten times and keep remembering to come back to the breath. But I find after about five, I'm already starting to notice a shift in my body. Sometimes if I'm really worked up, maybe I need to do about 10 of those long exhalations. So coming back to the breath is a go-to strategy. Becoming more mindful about the breath is so important because the breath is always with us from the day we are born, hopefully, till the day we die. The breath is there. It's with us. And so it's one of the constants in our life and can be a powerful tool to help bring us back to a state where we can make conscious choices about how we act. So now the next tip I want to talk about today is dropping anchor. So dropping anchor is something that I learned through the work of Russ Harris, who's kind of like my guru in all the things to do with ACT. I've done lots of training with Russ and love the way he delivers ACT. Again, dropping anchor is very accessible. You can do this very quickly while you're driving in the supermarket, at work, anywhere really. Just like a ship might drop anchor, it can hold us steady while a storm rages all around. If we're in an emotional storm, dropping anchor helps to steady us. But we need to remember it doesn't actually make the storm go away. Here's how to do it. First of all, focus on your breath. Acknowledge what emotional state you're in. You might give it a name. For example, I'm noticing agitation, anger, frustration showing up. Now allow it to be there. Make some room for that feeling that is there anyway. You might breathe into it. Make some space around it. Imagine your breath is going right down into that feeling that's inside your body. Next, you connect with your body. Connect with where you do have control. Connect with self-compassion. You might move your arms and legs. You might push your fingertips together. You might massage your hands or push your feet into the floor. This is bringing you back to where you do have control. And then become engaged with the world. When we engage with the world, we're trying to make a conscious decision 
about what are our values here. What values can we bring into play here in this moment and then acting on those values? What action can I take in the direction of this value even though I'm in the middle of an emotional storm right now? It might be that you connect with the value of self-care, contribution or connection. In my work, I often support people to become clear on what their values are. We can be unsure. Becoming clear on what truly matters to you helps to guide you to do the next right thing. So once you've dropped anchor, it's not as if it will magically make the emotions go away. We're not in the business here of pushing our emotions away. But we are in the business of acknowledging that they are there. We can notice and name them. We can observe them. So then connecting with our values and taking committed action towards our values. In the face of difficult emotions, while we're holding space for those emotions, the action that we can take is where our power lies. And the third tip is a grounding activity. I always think of grounding as bringing yourself back down to earth when your thoughts and emotions are spinning out of control. For me, this one I use in my practice a fair bit with clients. It starts off again. Take a nice long breath. So there it is again, connecting with the breath. And then I want you to notice five things that you can see. Have a look around the room and name them. Say them out loud. Now what this is doing is connecting and bringing us back to that language centre of the brain. So rather than being driven by the emotion centre of the brain, you're coming back to the language centre, which is more like the rational thinking part of the brain. So you're noticing five things you can see and you're naming them out loud. You might say, I can see my phone, I can see the microphone, I can see a fan, I can see a shelf, I can see books on the shelf. And then you notice four things you can touch. And again, this is connecting with the senses, so it's connecting with the body. Four things that you can touch. You might feel your hands. What, what are they touching? Are they feeling the fabric on the chair that you're sitting on? You might feel your toes in your shoes. You might feel a cushion that you're holding on to. You might rub one hand against one of your arms, feeling your skin. And name these as you go. Then we work through three things that you can hear. Imagine that your ears are reaching out beyond the room that you're in. Notice what you can hear beyond that room. Or if you're outside, what else can you hear? Maybe a factory or birds in the trees. Say these things out loud. Now two things that you can smell. Connecting back to your sense of smell. Sometimes it's tricky with the smell. So you could just smell your own skin or you might have perfume on. Or if you can, you might need to move around a little bit. If you're outside, you might find something growing in a garden, maybe lavender, rosemary or basil. Say these things out loud as you smell them. And then the last one is something that you can taste. Sometimes we've just got a little taste in our mouth. It might be that last mouthful of coffee. Sometimes if it's really tricky to find something to smell or taste, you can just 
get into really remembering the smell or the taste of that thing. And if you're grounding yourself while you're with someone, you can tell them the things that you can smell and see and feel and hear. Finish off the grounding technique with a nice long out breath. If you're still feeling overwhelmed with strong emotions and not ready to take action, you can always run through the activity several times, bringing yourself back to your senses and the present moment over and over until you're ready to connect with your values and take action. Do the next best thing. If you'd like a copy of this grounding technique, I've got an MP3 available on my website, so you can go to my website www.crystalscounseling.com.au and download the mp3 and you can also download a pdf of this okay so that's it from me angela mitten the act counselor today i've gone through three ways to come back to your senses which is helpful if you're feeling overwhelmed with strong emotions such as anxiety stress frustration anger or rage I hope you found them useful. Until next time, take care.